Welcome to Demand Does the Six Questions, where the same six questions can tell a unique story. I am your host, Demand, father of two, husband of one, and leader of this here Demondcast. My next guest, who enjoys cooking, was the 2019 SpeakerCon Podcaster of the Year. And in 2020, was listed as one of the top 50 dads in podcasting. Is he the host of the Flagrant 2 podcast? Show enough. Is he the host of Why Not Sports podcast? Show enough. Who is he? Who is he? The Shogun of podcasting. Give it up for D. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing great, brother. We appreciate you for the opportunity, man. Doing good, man. Excited for that uh, intro, man. I'm ready to uh, get straight to it. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Shogun. You heard him. You heard D. <laughs> Gracias por tomarse el tiempo para... Um... Para hablar con un perfecto extraño. Yeah, it's that time, for sure. (laughs) For any new listeners out there, I usually thank the guests and thank them for taking time out to talk to a perfect stranger. And since you speak Spanish better than one would think, I thought I'd just change it up and live it up a little bit. Appreciate that, appreciate that. Gracias, senor. Ah, de nada. (laughs) <laughs> oh man so before we get into the six questions um where do you want to be found on the internet um you can find me on twitter and instagram at is mm-hmm. you can also just check out the website that's where you can find the shows leave me a note at www.dmurfspeaks.com and that's where you can find me one click basically where you you know don't have to search everywhere so i would say the website for sure one click that's it <laughs> facts facts can you can you tell the people can you talk to the people about the uh, flagrant two give me a brief uh synopsis of flagrant two and uh why not sports well i'm gonna start off with why not sports first okay that's what brought me into the podcast world having a family similar to yourself I knew my love for basketball will have to be detoured or going to a different direction other than physically playing. I was at a point where in my life where I'm like, I need to be outside of my family. Do something that I love to do. It's not even about the money for me. It's just about doing what I love to do and what brings a smile on my face. It was always sports, being able to you know, play at the highest level, and get recognized for the things that I've been able to do as, a, as an athlete. I came to my senses after being frustrated at work one day. I just, Lord, I need something to do that I can just vent, be myself, and whatever comes from it, comes from it. And that's how Why Not Sports came about, man. Uh, talks about the good, bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. And again, I know I'm not able to play as much because the kids and, you know, with the family and, hey, you need to be here. It's like, ah, so I can support from the comfort of my own home and have the kids be on standby when they say, oh, oh, daddy got the door closed. We're going to leave below. So it's a win-win. I still get to be there with my family. I just 
can take maybe a few minutes away from them. And then once I'm done, I get back instead of having to drive across town or, or they're not able to come in because you don't trust people around like for us if we're at the gym or anything like that. So for me, I felt like it was a win-win. So that's how Why Not Sport came about. Episode 24, man, was really the game changer in my podcasting career. Had an episode with my father, Love You Pops, part one, where it was a very candid conversation where I was telling my story on how his impact of not being around was very hurtful. On the flip side, his impact being around was very helpful. And it wasn't even sports related. I didn't even think I was going to even get that many responses from it. After the feedback, the downloads, the recognition from my peers, that's how the Flavoring 2 came about, where it's an open forum where guests can tell their truth without any judgment. Murph, I know you're the sports guy. Great. I don't listen to sports. I don't need that from you. I want what you brought with your dad on a whole nother platform. What can I do? I'm like, uh, first, let me talk to my family to see if I can have time to open up <laughs> time for another show, another podcast where I have to bring in guests. And it's a lot of legwork and groundwork that's involved, clearly, as you know, when you're setting up other people to come on your platform. And it's, just, it's But it's a good thing, though. And, you know, with the blessing of my family, I've been able to uh, have two successful podcasts, a few episodes now. Uh, away from 500 total episodes, man. And you can find those shows wherever you listen to, uh, you know, your music and or your podcast. Definitely blessed and fortunate, man, to be able to balance two, still the same host with different, you know, uh, vibes, depending on who else is uh, behind the mic with me. And still doing it at the highest level. That is fantastic. I, I want to congratulate you on that. That's awesome. Thank you. That Thank is you. awesome. But now I have uh, I have something that even you with all your accolades, all your accomplishments, you need to go to his website because I, I, I could have spent the next 10 minutes going down his accolades and all the interesting people he, he's met and talked to. And but, you know, I've got a show to run. So <laughs> true, true. I get it. I get it. But I appreciate that, brother. For real. Let me ask you something, D Murph. Are you ready to answer? The six questions. I'm the Shogun. Let's get it. Question number one. When did you know you wanted to get into podcasting? Well, first off, I love the uh, the question number one. I just want to reenact it myself for those listeners. I always wanted to be like a harmonic. As far as podcasting go, I didn't wake up and say, you know, I want to be a podcaster. Like I said, I was at a particular time in my life to where I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to work in the corporate world fully. I knew I wanted to find an outlet to where I can find my passion, my love for whatever, in this case, sports outside of my family. And then a new plan was out the picture. One, I'm in my mid-30s. What does it look like? Yeah, I'm going to come out of retirement. I haven't played ball since 24 at a high level. That is not going to work. 
I'm not that good artistically far drawing, you know, maybe I draw some sports figures and start my own cartoon series, comic series. I'm like, nah, that's, that's not it either. I do have a way with words. I can't talk. Let me, let me figure out what I can do. Radio. Nah, you got to have experience just like anything else that you do. You know, they got to look at the resume. Uh, now, so I was like, you know what? What's up with these podcasts? So, interesting fact, I have my cousin who is still active in the podcast world. He's the host of the Drunken Nights podcast. Shout out to them brothers out there in Indianapolis. I kind of just ran some things by him because I knew he had a podcast and it was a very convenient thing for him. So I was like, hey, I don't know what this is about, but I definitely want to take a page from your book and seeing what I can do to put not only my, you know, story out there, but I, I'm looking for a good outlet. And he kind of just gave me the fundamentals. And I said, all right, now I got enough information. Let me get back into the lab, YouTube slash Google University, and just take an idea without even knowing what type of, you know, feedback, any type of traction I would get. I said, I don't, don't really care if people listen or not, I just want to do it for me and tell my own story because I do believe I have a story to tell, whether it's having my, you know, mom had me at 16 pops wasn't in my life from having a, a you know, uh, I won't even say a previous marriage. I won't say failed and just being a father, being able to take things I learned as an athlete and how it transferred to what I do in, you know, senior level management to, as of today. And let me see how many people I can kind of mentor, just let along uh, this journey of mine. And here we are a few months from six years going pretty strong, man. So when did you know that like, oh, yeah, this is this is going to be a thing for a while. This is this is more than just um, just something to express yourself. And it was it become a viable business. I mean, you won awards. You when did that mentally happen? And that's a good question, man. A few of my, my close people around me, it's still the reality of the success of the brand. Still for me, it's still like, just like when I was a ball player, like Murph, you know, you played division one. Murph, you know, you getting recognized in high school. And I'm just like, I'm doing what I love to do. I'll just do it. Mm. It's the same thing in this podcast world, man. It's like, you know, going on six years strong. And like you said, if you look at the uh, influential people, that has been uh, fortunate enough to take their time to bless the platform is like, I just, I'm just being myself, but it's been a few factors. Uh, when my pops to share his story, similar to you, man, when you are a host, you tend to bring certain things out of people that the average listener really don't get to know. You have a, a great, a great deal with that, which I want to applaud you for winning the podcaster of the year back in 2019 with the uh, great Dr. Cheryl Wood, that for me was like, oh, she's dope at what she does as an internationally known speaker, best-selling author. And it was some solid people in the room. And I was like, wow, I'm being recognized at this scale. Maybe I need to take this a little more serious. And anybody that know me throughout my lifetime as I, I like to joke now and say, my love language always been words of affirmation before I even knew it. 
So if you tell me, Murph, you're doing a good job and I feel it's sincere in addition to what I already believe, I'm running with it, man. And, and ever since then, 19, uh, I mean, 19, oh my good, telling my age, um, 2019, then 2020, then even with COVID and the pandemic, I like to say the pandemic, I was just back in the lab, going back to the basics again with my sports uh, analogy, why not sports, Shanker's plug. I'm gonna go back to the basics, even though everything around us is not the norm. You have to go back to why you're doing what you're doing as far as podcasts. I just, you know, love to to have a, a solid foundation, in this case, a platform where I can tell stories of great people, no matter what, you know, ethnicity, tax bracket, age. And here I am, man, 2021 was recognized. 2022 being recognized, man, you know, constantly doing big things, man. And, and it's a beautiful thing, man. So I would think those factors or variables has let me know, like, murder people are watching. And then it makes it smoother for guests, top-tier guests, not your average folk. And I still see myself as an average folk to come on and be like, Murph, I would love to do your, you know, podcast. Well, thanks for asking me, man. It's like, whoa, but you... I just saw you on TV. Well, I just saw this interview when you was with such and such, but you, you know, it's coming on this independent platform or podcast with just, oh, Derek Murphy, D. Murph. It's still humbling, man. So it's, it's just something that keeps the fuel going. And, and shout out to Country Boy for referring me to be, you know, on, on this dope platform to where whether you own top, you own bottom, and what he gives, he can take. So I, I make sure I continue to keep that humble mentality, man. And just if you take time and, and, and you legit at what you do, because people gave me an opportunity, why not, you know, pay it forward and, and do the same thing when people like yourself who family man, working, content creation, giving a brother a platform to continue to share his story from a different aspect. So here we are today. Shogun podcasting. Yours truly. <laughs> Question number two. What do you wish you had known when you had started out? When you've been through so much in life, nothing really surprises me now. People going to come and go. People going to ride the wave. People going to not like what you said. I'm already used to that. So really, I came in knowing that people going to try to imitate or bite my style, my podcast title. I already knew all that. That's why both of them are trademarked. I just came into it with the business mindset slash just have fun and whatever comes from it. Don't be surprised. Just keep continuing to do you. To be honest with you, man. That's interesting. I think you're the first person to actually say nothing because you had already seen it before. Absolutely. And that's, I believe, has helped me overcome a lot of those obstacles to where, like you said, the recognition, the dope guests. I've had a lot of no's too now. I've had a lot of rejection, uh, follow-up emails, or no responses. However, I'm still confident in myself and, and knowing that you're not for everybody. Or the timing might be off. But here we are today, man. Like I said, I've been through enough things in, in, in my lifetime. And I'm not to say, that's not to say it's not going to be more. I've been prepared. The foundation is solid to where if I'm still here to, oh, I got a show to do, let's go. It's not about you. I promise you that. I'm just going to paraphrase here. Uh, don't take it personal. 
That's it. Part of that, a big part of that, working in the corporate world, corporate America, I've been at a pretty high level for years. And I see how things are. I see how things can be. You got something going on personally, figure it out. But we need you here. Whoa. Mental health, personal reasons. Like people are no longer here because they felt like they didn't have an outlet or no one to turn to or talk to. That's not going to happen to me. I promise you that on everything I love, I promise you it's not. And because I see that, even to this day, it's still, I won't say it's a disconnect, it's a level of respect, but I just don't fall for the okey-doke to where I've learned how to, don't take it personal, just like with me. I'm not going to take it personal if you don't want to move me up, but you can't refuse my impact. You cannot refuse what I bring to the table because I know what I'm doing, just like this podcast game. You might not like it, but you're going to tune in or you're going to follow up and see if he's still consistent or what he's been doing. I've seen it before, man. Obviously, there's going to be some things that maybe, you know, catch me by surprise. But for the most part, as uh, the, the OGs say, just stay prayed up. God got the rest. And that's all I've been doing through this journey, man, for sure. One of the things that I've noticed during uh, our brief conversation so far is that you have an incredible way of staying centered. The greats, they have that no matter what's going on around them, the task at hand gets done. You know, you're, you know, the, you know, the, the, the Michael Jordan flu game, at, you know, to age myself a little bit is an example. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're a great example of that. And you, I appreciate you know. that. Well, you also know what my favorite movie is, why it continues to inspire me. When you got that glow, when you get that glow, it's the power of elevation. I knew then without knowing then, I said, it's something about that for me. When there's something in you, you just, it's, 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 man, it's hard to explain it. I know people say that's a cliche, but when you know, you know. So for me, man, a shout out to, to Bruce Leroy, man. And just the, the, the concept, man, and being a black martial artist, who does that? Who does that? When your family pizza shop get, you know, vandalized, you still keep your, you know, your, 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 your focus. That's life, especially now. You got to stay centered, man. And, and I didn't even know back then the impact it would have for me to this day, but I knew it was something, but now it's, it's starting to make more sense. The wiser I get. Question number three. What's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? And with this question, it's a very broad question because I've had people say, I don't eat out. I cook. And we, we, as we've established earlier, you like to cook. So however you want to take this question, it's all you. Also, I like to relax and chill and have the food be cooked for me. <laughs> so in this case, being uh, from the Midwest, Chicagoland area, it's called... And my Ebonics, I call it Pepe's. My uh, Afro-Latina, my Latina folk is Pepe's. Burrito Suiza It's a stuffed ground beef burrito. Chips and salsa. Before I can drink, obviously. And their margaritas are great. To this day, if I'm going to a Mexican restaurant, one of the first things I look for, do you have a ground beef burrito? 
growing up, it it set the standard on how I eat not only Mexican food, authentic Mexican food, but also if you have a burrito. Because mm. a lot of people don't have it. Oh, we have beef burrito. No, not like steak fajita. No, I'm talking about ground beef. No, we don't have that. That's not what I asked for. Because they think beef is steak. You know, numerous restaurants that I've been able to go to. And yes, I do like to eat because I do travel a lot. So I'm not able to bring, you know, my pots and pans and things with me. <laughs> but the times when I do go to a Mexican restaurant, that's one of the first things I look for. And right now, it's a very low percentage. So, but yeah, that's one of my favorite. I can't wait to go back as we uh, talk about it to to get that uh, that home-cooked Mexican pepes. Burrito <laughs> Suiza. Where have you found the best ground beef burrito? Right now, shout out to Gringos. Shout out to Gringos. I like it. It's, it's, it's still not what's at home, but I'm satisfied. In this case, it has shut me up and uh, put a smile on my face because it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So, yeah, Gringos uh, out here in Houston. I'm sure they're uh, worldwide, but it's a place called Gringos, man, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied. At least if while I am a Houston resident or reside in Houston, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. Question number four. My favorite question. What are you curious about? As I continue to live life, curiosity killed a cat. Keep living, young man. You sure you want to open that Pandora box? Man, I'm not too much curious about nothing. Now, I am open-minded. I am flexible. But there's certain things that if it's not for you, don't, don't go reaching. It might not be something you might not be able to get out of. And I know that's kind of deep for those who go in there. But just in general, my mom had me at 16. I've had, shout out to my grandmothers and my uncles and the older, the OGs who saw something in me to give me some tools to help me even to this day to where I have my own family you know what maybe that that's not meant for me to know I'm sure with life enough things are going to hit you to where you'll be all right so for me I'm not curious of much at all really that's interesting I believe that we have opportunities to learn all the time have you chosen primarily to learn through experience that's a good question I can be stubborn (laughs) So if it's something I feel like, I don't need to know that. Or I'm not trying to know that. That's a very good point. Because I've had some conversations with some family members and close people. Like, well, you can't always take it for what you want. But also the way I am wired, I know what's going to keep me high-spirited and high-lifted. So if I feel like it's going to maybe change me or get me to where I'm not myself, I don't want it. So you're looking for things to add to. Absolutely. Because in the corporate world or in life, who are those who are closest to you? The ones that add value. You tend to get more blessings when you add value. If you're here to see another day, you're adding value to something or somebody. That's just how I'm wired. Now, if I'm interested, I'll do some research. Well, oh, all right, well, it's time. I'm yellow. All right. Uh, okay. Cool. I got I got enough to kind of scratch the surface with that. I'm I'm not diving in deep. Mm-mm. 
because with life, keep living, young man. It's gonna it's gonna hit you. We have to you know face it face on. And until then, I know some people might. And again, this is not for everybody, but for me and what I've been through and listening to those who've been around longer than me or who wants to see a certain level of you know, success or growth, stay out of grown folks' business. It's not be, it's not, don't be known as that person that's always being nosy. Because you're being curious too much. And then it's kind of like, you get more. You get more when you really don't seem curious. It's going to come to you. From my experience, I've known some things that I should know, but it wasn't because I was fishing for it either. From my experience, it's like, why be curious when it's going to come out anyway? Question number five. What should I ask you that I didn't know enough to ask? Murph, Derek, how do you continue to be centered how do you continue to you know keep high spirits when life keep lifing i know whose i am like it's times like you said with the family knock on wood you know to say baby boy is sick or something wrong with the kids something you know tragic happened i'm human obviously i have emotions as, as i told you i would love you pops i tear it up you know i, I show my emotion but he's not going to give you no more than you can bear so don't the older I get, I continue to say that, man, because it's like when I was younger, the older people were gravitating to me. It's like now, like I told you, you have a show to where I can share those things to where I don't really share often or to the world. Maybe a few of my episodes. But now I'm at a certain level of my life now. A lot of those veterans, obviously not in my family, but just from outside, are giving me that same reaffirming or affirmation on the humble part of life to where it's like your grandmother's raised you right or you have southern uh, values or your morals are where it should be you're like oh oh so yeah when people see me especially at work especially in the position i'm in how do you handle high pressure or pressure pressure bus pipes you're not going to stress me out when i know you don't care especially when it's a production-based environment I got to go back to my, 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 my X's and O's, my Coach Murph hat, how you're the defense or the opposition. I'm going to make it to where it's easier for me and mine, which is my team. It's a mental battle, but that's life too, man. Who's going to be on top? Who's going to prevail while keeping their sanity? Just knowing where my source comes from, man, is to be honest with you. And I think from what the feedback and, and, and the dope people such as yourself, country boy and other people who support the, the podcast and just me in general before they even get to know me they're like it's something about you I don't know what but it's comforting it's welcoming it's not like you know he, he Murph full of drama Murph nosy Murph messy again I've had my problems I might even have some problems now but at the same time Shogun I'm gonna use that D on your show you said the Shogun you know Derek Murphy D Murph that speaks volumes now that my family is away, you know, the kids at school, wife at work, guess what? I got, the, I got the house to myself in this small time. Guess what I'm doing? I'm in the lab, reading my book, my Bible, checking out some devotions, daily devotions. Some say meditating as I'm driving. I'm just, you know, just trying to find that, that happy medium to where when I step foot out my house, 
or step foot into my job or even, you know, on this platform. I want to be centered to where I'm actually giving myself to where, you know, each and every day or each and every record Murphy's going to be pretty consistent. And I, after six years, well, almost six years, uh, up to 500 total episodes, it's not hard when you take the time to give yourself, I guess, that self-care, so to speak. Question number six. If you could create a new holiday, what would it commemorate? It's a few things that come to mind, but we have kids. The first thing that comes to my mind is Parents' Day. I know people in the education system or in education where I've been able to speak at schools and stuff like that. When we were coming up, we looked forward to career days or meeting your parents. If obviously if they live together and if they didn't, you still had a representation. I think for the teachers and the school board and the school system, that'd be good because now we're building. It takes the village. Hey, in my case, I have a son named Derek. Hey, Derek, you know, your dad, he's coming up. Either he going to put, he going to, he going to act right. Or he's going to be super excited to let people know, yo, that's my dad. Or if you're a mom that's listening, that's my mom. Oh, I need to get my act together because I know Parents' Day is coming. And on the flip side, we get paid for it. Oh, yeah, we know, we know Murph, a uh, father, we, you get paid for this holiday. And I know at the same time, you have the option of going to your children's school. Look at God. Man, I get not only get paid for what I met at work, but then I get to kind of shine some some light on to some of those kids that might not have a parent and look in the, you know, Mr. Murphy or, 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 or Mr. D. Now my kids are building friends because maybe they didn't have that support from their father or a mom because someone or some of the kids' parents was fortunate enough to come. And when we was growing up, because they grinded so hard or worked so hard, the turnout wasn't that good. So to know that they can get paid on Parents' Day to come and, you know, speak to, to not only their child, but their friends, and also have that rapport with the teacher or principal or assistant principal, I think it's a win-win, man. So I, it takes a village, man. I think going back to how we grew up, man, here come Big Mama or here come, you know, your mama, here come your daddy. Uh-oh. Or it's, you know what, I'm proud of my mama. I'm proud of my daddy. Yeah, this this is what I get to go home to. So, man, dad, because of you, my friend wants to be this. Or, you know, my friend's mom came in and she wants to do this. So, or the parents can network amongst each other. So, what do you do? What do you do? Oh, we got an opening. I'm all about inclusion. Uh, one of the awards that I got as a recent was the uh, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion from the Davy Awards and for me to receive that, it, it, it speaks to who I am. Granted, I am for our people, but at the same time, I know everyone still makes up an important role in our society and our life. So I'm all about team. Like I said, no matter what ethnicity, what tax bracket, I work with you at work. I work with you with my brand. And I've been pretty consistent. You know what I mean? So because now whether you work remotely or you out in the field, we still can use one another. So that, that, that'll be my, my uh, holiday to com commemorate 
uh, the parents, man, and, and mainly for the benefic- uh, benefit or can be beneficial for the kids, the students, because I know them teachers, they deal with a lot. I've never seen so-and-so dad or mom, and that's not their full responsibility to take care of mine when, you know, I can get paid for it based on this holiday that I think of you dope. <laughs> Man, that's a really good idea because I don't know if you'd see it on paper per se, at least initially, but the societal benefit of connection uh, it's one of the reasons I started this show and the format of it is because I've had some very interesting interactions with with people throughout my life where you know I'll be in the, it, it, uh, people you know people will sometimes people will just come to me and tell me these random random things about themselves that they probably won't tell their uh tell their loved ones you know and it's just and we all crave that connection. We all need that connection in the, in the pandemic over, you know, the, over the last couple of years has, has, has borne that out. You know, we need each other. Right, right, right. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. uh, Just, uh, I always learn something from these. And uh, I, when I go back, when I go back through this one, it'll be like, "Yep, take, I'll be taking notes." I'm like, "Yeah, I need to, I, I need to apply that. this, and let me try to do this." And you know, I I learned a lot, and I and I'm sure the listeners have too. Well, thank you, listeners. Thank you for rocking with me. You know, first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. The avid listeners, what up? Thank you for tuning in once again to Demond Does, and if you could take. Just a quick second to dip on into where you downloaded this podcast app, where you get that sweet, sweet podcast action, and make sure you leave five stars, leave a review so more people can join the conversation. So, until next time, see it, hear it, speak it, live it.